Hey everybody, hey, it's Danny. Hey guys, it's Sharia, and we're back for another episode of Spin the Wheel. This year has been a doozy. <laughs> it's been heartbreaking for sure. Yeah, in more ways than one. I feel like people are throwing out the year, wiping it from their memory, and a lot has really been lost for us uh, collectively and individually. And for once, I think we're all feeling the same version of duress. Uh, people coming out of 2020 with a win are basically laundromats and sign companies in my book. Totally agree. I agree with that. Well, I agree with that to a degree. We're all experiencing something extremely challenging to navigate. But even so, um, the communities that are already at a socioeconomic disadvantage are hit that much harder. And more often than not, these are black and brown people. And we haven't even mentioned racism. <laughs> well, no, we have. So <laughs> there it is. Uh, racism is not new or very surprising for people who are, you know, of a darker hue, the melanated. Um, and even still, this like mass reckoning, awakening or revealing, whatever you want to call it. Um, is not suddenly going to wipe out racism. These we, are layered systems. Yeah. And we have some news that may or may not be a surprise to you. This is not a sprint. And because this is not a sprint and it is a ultra marathon, maybe a mega marathon. Mm, it's long. <laughs> it's a long, long ways off. Uh, we really have to learn how to take care of ourselves while we're going through this. Um we definitely have to learn how to fight for our lives in a way that we definitely have not before. Right. So that's why we're talking about joy. And honestly, it's a privilege to talk about joy uh, today because I just can't imagine. I think we talk about our ancestors a lot. I can't imagine the types of oppression and the types of heartbreak that they experienced on a daily basis um, so frequently and it it feels so painful to go through what we're going through today where we can uh, witness black bodies being harmed we can see the injustice where we can hear you know that Breonna Taylor is not going to her life didn't matter to a select group of people that's very hard to to hear and experience um, but it's still no comparison to what our ancestors experienced uh, and so it is a privilege and I want to honor that. And so how can we make joy part of our resistance? Uh, because we're growing. We're growing in the way that we protest. We're going in the way that we resist and fight back. Um, and each time we get a little bit better, each time we can do more. Uh, there's a whole lot of resistance and protesting and marching and like sending in donations and texting going on right now. So we have to like, we have to bring in some joy. What else are we going to do? Well, we're going to learn how to bring it in today, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsor, Webster. We love him. Or dictionary.com, whatever floats your boat. The word of the day is obstinate, which is an adjective meaning stubbornly refusing to change one's opinion or chosen course of action, despite attempts to persuade one to do so. Obstinate. In other words, mm, in other words, be as obstinate in maintaining your joy. I wasn't going to try to make this political, <laughs> but it like won't leave my head as Trump is in maintaining that toupee. 
Like, Ooh. what is that hairstyle? Zynga. I like it. I don't like it. I, I'm Apparently sorry. it costs $70,000 or seven hundred. I don't remember the number. I don't want to I be wish wrong. I was but according to his taxes, I could be. somewhere in the seven, seven. I don't know if it's 70000 or 700 Whoa. but that was one of the write-offs for hair. Whoa. So whatever it is, it's special hair. Very, very Listen, special hair. obstinate in your <laughs> evasion of taxes be as obstinate in maintaining your joy and keeping your spirit as that man is in invading his taxes mm. anyway sorry guys i'll try to be more positive okay guys it's about that time let's spin the bottle here are today's categories carefree black girl honoring black girls out there living their best lives because why not for the cultural, we want to highlight some of the best things there are about being a black American. Lesson learned. Damn. Never again. Never again. Mom! Things we wished our mamas had told us, or maybe they did and we weren't listening. I had to be corrected on this spin. Because <laughs> I feel, yeah, my mom felt like she told me some of these things that I said she didn't say. Okay, too much. All right. TMI. Okay. <laughs> wishful thinking if wishes were real this is how we would change the world but don't expect anything deep <laughs> all right let's spin that bottle lesson, lesson learned. learned dang mm. never again never again i don't know why i decided to sing that but i like it um this is a professional never again. Okay. It doesn't, I feel bad because it doesn't really have a ton to do with joy. Um, professional never again. Always check references. Hmm. It's really important. If you can't reach a reference, you guys, I don't know if you've ever been in a hiring manager position. It's, it's probably a red flag. It, is, it might be. You could have at least had your cousin or somebody you be on that. I mean, and it's not That's that not sometimes good. people have a whole list of references, right? Here's what I really learned: like, in no, the, you couldn't get the references. You couldn't get any of the references. Mm. It was a whole thing. Long story short, this person started and stopped within like nine weeks. Mm. It was a short time. We didn't quite gel. It was short. And lived. I think that I overlooked a lot of red flags. The true lesson here is when people, what does Oprah say? When people show you who they are, pay attention. You gotta, you gotta believe them. Just believe them. Or like Iyama said, when you see crazy coming across the street, cross the street. <laughs> I don't listen to Iyama much, but that one. Makes I remember a lot that one. Of sense. I remember You're like, that one. That, I'm gonna keep that one, Iyama. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I think ultimately what I learned is not like making it about so much about the hiring process, but about listening to yourself, listening to your gut. And like noting red flags. I do that a lot. Sometimes I'll be like, that doesn't seem right. And then keep moving, whether it's, you mm -hmm. know, in daily life or, you know, relationship, whatever. Like, there's something seems weird about that. Listen, pay, trust your gut. Start to trust your gut. I really want to do something that like helps me to practice that. What does it mean to trust your gut? You know? And what does my gut sound like? I don't know what my gut sounds like. Maybe it's bubbly. That's weird. Sorry. That was literal. Sorry. More literal. That was yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so mine is kind of not joyful either. Um, but it may help somebody out there. So I'm listening. 
probably about a year and a half ago, I was driving, minding my own business, actually listening to our podcast, and was hit by an elderly gentleman uh, who was making a lane change. Did he, what did he cry? Tell me about it. You're he gets to, out sorry. of his car, his SUV. He has no damage to his car, hardly any. I have very minor damage. He gets out of his car. He is old. He is flustered. He is apologetic. He takes full ownership for the accident. I'm trying to reassure him because I have a soft spot for the elderly. I'm like, it's fine. He's like, are you okay? No, I'm not injured. I'm okay. You're okay. Great. I report it to my insurance. Move on. I get served with a lawsuit close to to a year later. Um, Sorry laughing and pain uh, well so i took pictures of my car there was hardly any damage to his wasn't enough for a police report but apparently i wasn't thorough enough got his id got pictures of the insurance card i did the whole thing that i knew to do i just didn't take pictures of his car which now i don't even know would have made a difference but turns out this lovely old man Uh, was part of an insurance fraud circle claimed 180 thousand dollars in medical bills for our five mile per hour fender you know bender you know why? approaching a stoplight and that's why we need universal health care <sighs> lesson learned so my my <laughs> these are some adult it lessons really, right now it's really upsetting are getting the full adult luckily lesson. my insurance company has covered me and it will be all right but i am i am i am really angry at the audacity at the audacity okay. of that it's a whole ring it is fraudulent it, it is, is. Fra- it is crazy i only heard it okay so and you have to document everything yeah and if you get into a fender bender you got to take pictures of your car their car if you can record the conversation i don't know if that's legal but do it and also i don't know take, if that's legal but take it. it listen and take you can it record as long as people know to a police station take recording. it to a police station even if it's small because there are people out here and now i think this man may have hit me on purpose that's what i'm saying he's part of a this insurance man. fraud circle listen i read a book about it it was fiction but i thought it was really interesting he's getting 100 grand no way which is well, the listen, limit of now, my insurance you know he's he might be on a limited income no you don't believe it? It's okay. a scam. I was scammed. Or he out here living in Calabasas next to Kanye. He had a he had he had an infinity SUV. I think he was doing all right. Wow. And I cannot yes. Yes. And so my lesson learned people is people are very litigious. I don't want to say don't trust people, but That's whenever in a fender bender of any severity, you really gotta be careful and over document. Over document. Over document. That's all I can say. Record everything. I'm really angry about it. <laughs> I'm angry too. Uh, yeah. That's disrespectful. Okay, Drea, we are fresh off the heels of a mind blowing. I don't even want to say unprecedented, but yet another unprecedented <laughs> event between Tweedledee and you know who else I mean let's let's I will try to defer to respect here although it is very hard (laughs) 
but I'm not feeling very joyful right now. No, 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 no. I get it. Um, just to give you guys some context, we're recording this the day after the first presidential debate, if that is what you call it, sir. Oh my gosh, it was an embarrassment. Did you watch any of it? I watched the whole thing. Mm. It was like mm. it was like flavor of love. I couldn't look away. You know, it was like bad reality TV. Was flavor of love bad though? She really tried to microwave chicken, like raw chicken in the microwave. Sorry, another another conversation. (laughs) It was it was weird. It was entertaining. Um, so I I kind of I'm glad that we're giving you guys the context for this conversation because I chose not to watch the debates. Oh, Um, I started. And, and then, then about 15 minutes in, yeah, I, didn't I said, let it go. Because it was really impacting my emotions. <laughs> and I just couldn't, I couldn't, he I couldn't. playing with your emotions. Was, I was just like, I cannot believe. But I could believe. I don't think any of us were prepared for the level of. Tom I'm trying not to curse. You know what I mean? I don't think we were prepared for it. I don't think Biden was prepared for it. He definitely wasn't. Because no, here's the deal. He was, was not like, like that in the last presidential election. Know. Okay, so let's let's not make this about the presidential election. However, that is like the mood that we're in, right? And so we're talking about uh, maintaining joy. And so, yeah, presidential election just last week we got the verdict about Breonna Taylor's um, murder and you know going through all of that the release of the documents and um, the juror coming forward and demanding that and letting people know that those the options weren't presented all these things are happening to us not to me I mean we've talked about it so many times just that people are dying and there are um, there's just like a lot of injustice that we're being uh, inundated with and that we can't look away from which is good I think that's great um but honestly it's really taxing on one's emotions and I just posing this question to both of us it's like how can we as you said before this is a marathon it's not a sprint we are in this for the long haul right we can't escape it like the the Montgomery boycott was over a hundred days long like these types of things that we are striving for and that we're fighting for are going to take time and That's effort right. to do um but how are we able to build you know we're still in family building mode we're still in career building mode we still all have dreams we all started 2020 oh 2020 vision is about to be <laughs> my year you know okay so isn't it always isn't it always so like how you know the question is like how are we going to to live lives where we feel like we're progressing yet still knowing that there are so many injustices in the world you know there's so many things that are going to take time to come to pass no matter who's president in the next month or so That's right. um or you know when they turnover power in January no matter who becomes president there's still an upward battle and there's so like if you think about what these things have been happening we've only just now been awakened to it so I don't know so that's kind of how this episode came to be like let's examine joy as part of our resistance yeah I think talking about joy particularly is really important for a lot of reasons um 
because to actually even feel joy, you have to be able to play or explore. It's an unburdening, if you will, um, and it detaches you from the anxious and ruminating thoughts that we have um, about everyday life, which I think all of us are kind of just stuck in, right? It's like you can't stop ruminating. You can't stop being a little anxious. You can't stop checking social media or the news or and being more and more disappointed <laughs> by the news that you're hearing. Um, so to have joy is actually an act of resistance in some way because it's so counterintuitive, seemingly, um, to where we find ourselves right now. And I kind of got this idea watching um, this, this Holocaust survivor. She was at Auschwitz and her name is Dr. Edith, Edith Eva Ager. Um, so she's a survivor. She lost her parents in the Holocaust. Um, she had a lot of guilt about surviving. And it, they talk about how she survived. Like soldiers were walking by like an open grave and her hand was moving. Like she was, re- there was all these dead bodies. Um, and so they rescued her. And so she had like all this incredible guilt about being a survivor. Um, mm. She's a psychologist now and like a well-known lecturer has an amazing spirit one of the things that she said she lived the very definition of being a victim she was just waiting for something to happen to her at all times waiting for her to be taken to a gas chamber waiting for her to be shot Mm -hmm. she just didn't have any control and the one thing that she could control was her mind she said i didn't know whether i was gonna live or die this is paraphrased but the one thing she could control is that they could not murder her spirit i was like is that wow that's beautiful um super beautiful and then another thing that she said that was really just impactful uh, and it's like a passage from her book is that sometimes we think that if we move on from loss or trauma that if we have fun and enjoy ourselves if we continue to grow and evolve that it is somehow dishonoring to the dead or dishonoring the past but it's okay to laugh it's okay to have joy even in Auschwitz we were celebrating in our minds all the time cooking feast arguing with how much how much caraway we could put in the best rye bread and how much paprika um we even had a boob contest one night and guess who won she's <laughs> very funny i can't say that everything happens for a reason there is purpose in it i can say that pain hardship and suffering are the gift that help us grow and learn and become who we are meant to be i know for myself um this year has been has been really full of dichotomy because in my personal life there's been some very beautiful life-altering amazing moments um and milestones and accomplishments uh that I've worked years for like just so many things that I can look at and I am proud of and I really want to celebrate and then there's a guilt that I feel for like having joy in those moments because I'm reminded of the environment that we're in that 200,000 people have died of COVID like I am reminded of the like where we currently are and I feel bad sometimes for having joy or yeah I feel bad sometimes um so I'm really working to work through that I just Dr. Ava yeah. would say yeah I, <laughs> I just, feel like I can't be happy right now like that is inappropriate I for knew, where we I find knew you were ourselves. gonna kind of bring that up because I think you're not alone and I just spoke with a co-worker today and she she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to see you. And we haven't seen each other in a while. And she's like, I'm just kind of struggling with like, she's, I know there are worse things happening in other places, but it's so hard to just 
you know, come to work and to deal with this stuff and have to be required to do work every day. And I think what I don't know where I got this or maybe it's just something that we kind of have always tried to to live um, or just really honor. I don't feel like we have to compare suffering. Yeah. Everyone's experiences are are different and everyone's experiences matter. Mm-hmm. What you can say is that your suffering is really bad, that you had a tough time and like go through those emotions. But stuffing them and, and acting like they don't matter, don't judge it. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't judge that, you know, maybe you didn't get the promotion that you want. But, I, you know, I can still, I, I still have life. I, I don't know. I just feel like we spend a lot of time judging the way we feel instead of just feeling it and then moving on. I feel that that is an important step in this whole process of, like, what is joy, making joy the resistance, is also acknowledging that I don't really feel that great right now. I don't feel, I don't feel good. Um, and being able to point to exactly why you don't feel good or just being able to consider that we're all experiencing something collectively that is painful and disheartening and um, not dismissing it. And also understanding even that it can be more than one thing at one time, right? So I can be really happy about something great that happened to me and really sad about a struggle that my friend may be having yeah. or vice versa. Like it, it, I think sometimes we think that it's got to be all or nothing, right? Like everything has to be in line for me to feel joy. Everything, you know what I mean? Yep. Or vice versa. And we are we are very complicated human beings. We are living life that is happening and moving forward all the time. Um, and at any given point, you can point to sad things, to amazing things. Like it's all happening all the time that's always my favorite it's all happening it's It's all all happening happening all the time and it's uh, all happening now uh yeah I know it's um I noticed um especially as of late I've been in a very um just as the past few months I've been feeling really exhausted we've 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 been going at a pretty pretty steady pace this year is not really and we've talked about this in different shows but we're working full-time and we we've been you know if anything a little busier than we normally are which means we haven't necessarily had the rest uh or the recovery or the time to like what is my banana bread (laughs) right (laughs) all those things i really want to um and i found myself really fatigued and in that fatigue Uh um just looking at the news or looking at what was going on and yeah, really being but acknowledging that that's a real feeling yeah and that, and like that's I'm what tired I, I don't mm. want to have this conversation I feel angry I feel frustrated or whatever but um I know the way I normally tick mm. and that's it's okay to acknowledge those things but what I found is I was starting to act and think out of what I feel like my normal nature is which is what I wanted to start paying more attention to um, because I'm normally a pretty sunny side up kind of girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's one thing to say, Hey, things aren't so awesome. And then it was, <laughs> and then uh, me just being like, why bother? What? Bleh. You know what I mean? That's not, you can't <laughs> stay bleh. there. And so, um, you know, everybody has different ways of coping, but I know for me reading <laughs> the books, um, about history, you guys know, I love history. It always comes back to history, but, 
um, been watching certain documentaries and just reminding myself that like, yes, things are not awesome right now. And what we are experiencing is painful. It really is. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts around that. But when I consider things like World War II and the Holocaust or um, slavery or even Jim Crow or all the things that Mm -hmm. (laughs) have come before us, right? It reminds me how resilient humans are. It reminds me that somewhere hope always seems to spring up. There always seems to be a resistance or a fight or a something to the other side. And that even in atrocities, there can be, you know, just like she said, moments of joy and moments Moments of, of you know, yeah. And it should be. And it should be. Yeah. (laughs) You know, um, and that's something I've had to remind myself of because when you start to feel like everything is all bad all the time, and it's not, again, to compare suffering, but the Holocaust was pretty bad, right? I mean, that's 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 awful. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I can at least sit here and have free speech and exactly. <laughs> make a podcast. And, wor- you know, I can worship. There are things that I have to remind myself, like, it's not the best, but mm-hmm. it's also definitely not the worst. Yeah. I think that's different, too. Like, perspective shifting is important in, in to manage your own emotions. Um, and to be able to find like pieces of joy or, you know, if you are having a hard time with joy, finding moments of peace or solitude, yeah. like whatever it is that will help you to feel better or feel like you can cope and move forward. Um, a perspective shift is always good. It's just that sometimes I think, you know, we're just trying to uh, regain our equilibrium. We're yeah. like, this is really and tricky and I am. And it's not I know it's not the anytime worst thing soon. that could happen, <laughs> but it feels pretty bad. And I think kind of what you're saying is you're, you're using history as kind of a guidepost to say, okay, things have been worse or things have been better uh, or they got better. Um, and and things had, can be better. And things can be better. And I think that's great. That's like, it's great that you look to history to do that for you. Um, I don't know. I, I just feel like in part this is, how are we coping with some of the horrible news that we see all the time? Um, just an uncertain future. Our future has always been uncertain. But then sometimes you see patterns that you just are confident are going to work out in your favor. And so that can be a little bit scary and uncertain uh, um, and, and add more anxiety to your already uncertain life. Um, but I guess I'm also thinking about joy in terms of, you know, as much as people try to oppress and as much as they try to remove your spirit or take away like your freedoms or just you know bring you down and I just feel like the joy is the being joyful and and in loving your life and thriving is a perfect way to rise above that that's correct um don't let people take your joy um and and that might mean that you have to figure out how to get the joy sure you know sure uh it also begs the question like do you feel is this a time to be joyful is this the right time i mean just back to your example i feel like if dr ava can be having some version of mental joy or celebration in her mind in a concentration camp in auschwitz sure yeah doesn't mean you're not sober it doesn't mean like being joyful doesn't mean it you're frivolous it doesn't mean you don't care it doesn't mean 
you're not even still angry. It, that almost reminds me of, if you guys have seen Inside Out, like that multicolored marble where it's mm -hmm. like, it can be more than one thing, yeah. right? And joy is not happiness. Joy is not exuberance. Joy is just that, <laughs> it's different joy. You know, when we talk about joy and its expressions, that doesn't necessarily mean you're like sunny side and optimistic, like mm -hmm. about what is coming. I mean, like you said, I don't think any of us have found our true equilibrium. It is just an extremely uncertain time. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that are just now in our face yep. in a way that haven't been, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't say this flippantly or in a way that doesn't honor the fact that depression is a real thing, <laughs> that trauma um, is a real thing, and that people are experiencing that on a daily basis. Um, but also, is it important in moments to not necessarily completely give yourself over to said things if possible? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Even going back to just the debates, I was just like, this isn't going to feel good for me. I can understand what happened. You know, like I have podcasts and news articles that I read. I can read highlights. I can, I don't feel like anything new is going to be stated mm -hmm. that changes mm -hmm. my mind about either candidate. Mm -hmm. And so for me to spend the hour or two that it was for the debate, it just wasn't a good move for me. Listen, that's the same reason I didn't watch, I didn't watch the George Floyd video like I there yeah. are certain things where it's just like listen I saw the picture I know he is no longer here that mm -hmm. is I don't I don't need to watch an eight-minute video I don't need to watch that um and I think again those are like individual decisions and choices for self-care that are really important um that is the stance I've taken on social media you know this I am like pretty much 100% off social media <laughs> it is not it doesn't bring good things out of me I don't like the way I feel um, it feels triggering all the time. News, I've cut down on news drastically, and yeah, I love yeah, the news. Sad, I, I traditionally read all kinds of different news publications. Um, I've stopped that, but just kind of monitoring, like, okay, is it my life that's the problem? <laughs> is it things <laughs> that I'm consuming? And just trying to figure that out because yeah. sometimes you need to break away and drink some water. Like, really. Like, it's okay to unplug, and I think that's another thing is that we think that we have to constantly be in the know mm. all the time with everything at every moment and have an opinion and have a stance and be abreast of the news and it's like guys we're getting berated with nothing but bad news all the time really hard to maintain joy super hard to space. maintain joy um very great for maintaining anxiety yeah you know depression uh <laughs> and depression but also just I, with all the bad news that we're, that is constantly coming at us, I honestly feel like you can start to believe that that is the one way that everyone is experiencing That's right. the world. And so all the negative then becomes your reality. That's right. Right? Um, and I feel that that's kind of what Dr. Um, Edith was saying. It was just like, I had my mind and I could still control my mind. I could still control my spirit. They could do all kinds of things to my body and my family, but they couldn't control really what was in my mind. And I think we've seen that in so many of our, um, instead of our great writers, our great musicians, our great athletes, you know, um, politicians, people who have risen to the top from like sort of um, 
you know, these rags to riches stories. I think they have strong mental. What is the what is it um, when you are strong mentally? Not grit. We talked about grit. Agility. Just mentally strong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just being able to. Uh, I think that is like true freedom. True freedom, being able to see a situation and interpret, make your own interpretation and not have to say, yes, yes, there's, you know, Karen's gone wild and yeah. people might call you the N word or whatever, but you and your, you know who you are uh, and you know who you're not and you know, like, you know, your worth and your value. Yeah. And it's never everybody, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's too. not everybody in all, in and all, all ways. And when you start getting into the superlatives or the, it's always this and it's everybody and all white people or all black, you like any of that is always going to be distressing. And also just keeping in mind, some of this guys is specifically designed to do this. Yeah. <laughs> i.e. the news cycle, i.e. sensationalizing and like highlighting negative. Was it John? Krasinski who did the some good news oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it's just like listen some good things are happening too okay it, it may mm-hmm. be bleaker it may be darker but if you let the news tell it or if you let certain things tell you the story you're gonna get a really a really fabricated and twisted and then you and then those are the glasses and those are the glasses to put on every morning and you're like I'm expecting something bad to happen to me today because clearly that's all that's happening. That's in the all world. that's happening. Right. I yeah. don't expect actually don't expect to do well here because why why would I? And you know, it just becomes like a downward spiral. Um, I just kinda wanna wrap it up because we've just talked a lot about just some of the challenges that we're experiencing and um you know, how we might wrestle with the idea of joy, how we might feel guilty about it and ways to come out of that perspective. Um, and I think just one thing is just because bad news is everywhere. I just want to encourage people to understand they have power, right? You can be victimized, but you are not a victim. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you can be a survivor in all ways. And that is just something I think you have to constantly remind yourself of. It's not that you wake up feeling that way. That's right. But it's a truth. That's right. You may not feel like a survivor. You may feel awful. Um, you may feel depressed about the future or whatever but just know that you ha- you still have power no matter what's happened um it's okay to laugh guys yeah it's okay and it's okay to enjoy you know yeah we're going through a hard time and people are out here in the streets protesting and some people are getting sick with covid but you can still enjoy your family like consider it a privilege yeah you know like whatever you have just consider it a privilege. I think my favorite thing to think about is that you are your ancestors' wildest and craziest dreams. You carry their blood. They survived, and so will you. We'd love to hear from you guys. Just a little pulse check, how you're doing, what you're thinking. Please reach out, say hello to us at hello at ddspinthebottle.com um, or on Facebook or IG at ddspinthebottle. we right back. We promise. Let's do it. It's that time. Okay. Recent revelations. It's still good. All right. What you got, D? Do you have a recent revel? Ah, okay. Mine's going to be uh, lighthearted and just Ted Lasso. Tell us about Ted it. Ted Lasso. That's it. <laughs> I'm glad you like that show. It's a, I love it. 
it is a triumph. Okay. <laughs> and it is when just we talk about speaking joy. of joy. <laughs> yes, right. exactly. When you talk about joy. It just it is a it is a wonderful show. Yeah. Great characters, great writing, all the good stuff. They give us butterflies, but also it's just a feel good. It just feels good to watch. And I really enjoyed it. I laughed. I felt all warm inside. I and I was know. like, this is so good. So looking forward to the season yeah. finale. Piggybacking. Piggybacking. I don't mm-hmm. really like, I don't use the term piggybacking. But that's I am today. Piggybacking on that. I have found that one of the ways that I cope, that I um, am coping from just what's happening in the world is to find shows like Ted Lasso or like Ugly Betty or Girlfriends, like these old these shows that um, brought me joy like years ago. I think that's one of the ways that I've been sort of just like, you know, unplugging from the world mm-hmm. and finding. And I don't, I don't think that's bad I, to unplug a little bit. Um, gosh, another recent revelation is. Honestly, I don't know if this is going to be a recent revelation for all of you, but for me, like just coming to terms with time, some things take time, um, like longer time than you think that it should. Some things happen super quick, but coming to grips, I think that's what COVID-19 has taught me is that everything happens kind of in its own time. Um, And when I try to force things to happen, it just generally does not work out for me. Yeah. I've done a lot of good, like, pushing through. Um, and, like, you know, you have an assignment to do. You have a project. You just make it happen. But in other areas of my life, I'm just coming to grips with, like, I'm going to have to wait for that. Okay. That is really, it's kind of hard to do. It's very hard it's to kinda do. It's kind of hard. But then I'm just, but in a, in a way, it gives me a sense of release, too. Because it's, like, it's hard. But then I'm, like no longer concerned because I'm like you know what now that's not now now wasn't the time for various reasons you gotta kind of look at your life in like a big picture way sometimes big picture can't do all the things all the time why yeah and that's that's the thing we we have a thing uh, this is I'm gonna sound so businessy when I say this what is like capacity you know it's capacity it's your listen if I had it my way, I would be doing everything right now. <laughs> there are things All the things. that I am so frustrated with. Um, things that have taken me forever to accomplish, i.e. getting my degree. There's just certain things where it's like, that shouldn't have took you 20 years. Right. <laughs> that should not have, because you changed your major and seven why did, times. And why does that voice always do that? <laughs> like, you make an accomplishment, and then that voice is like, well, that took long enough. That That's took so long rude. enough. It's rude. Or, you know, listen, we do it to ourselves. But it's going to sound cheesy like a Hallmark card, but it is true. Trust the timing of your life. Aww. You know? It's, Let's put that on a frame uh, somewhere. I know. Trust it's one of those. It's true, though. And that's so much easier said than done when you're waiting for something or when you've, you know, put blood, sweat, and tears into something and it's taking longer or when you're really hoping for something and you don't see how it's all it all going to pan out, you yeah. know? Uh-huh. That said, if you look back, things tend to work out, right? So far through your life, kind of works out, kind of works out. So just, you know, timing is everything, girl. All right, guys. If you enjoyed our show, please like and subscribe. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Drea, as always, it is a pleasure. 
mm. to be creating what it is we create. <laughs> Another <laughs> episode you. in the cloud. Another episode in the ever elusive cloud. And mm-hmm. as always, we'd like to thank our moms, without which we would be nothing. Also, shout out to one Jared Johnson. Jared Allen Michael Johnson. You know, I, I it's funny. I was watching The Wizard of Oz the other day. Don't ask me why. Okay. I had insomnia. It's whatever. But the wizard was like behind a curtain and it turned out like he was like making all the magic happen. And I was like, Jared. It's like, Jared. He's like, he puts all the pixie dust on this thing. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, thanks guys. That's funny. Johnson Taylor out. <laughs>